This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, William Martin, Clayton John, and Christopher Admack. Now, on to the show. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing conversation amongst three lifelong wackos that may contain adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show that never ends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico. Pat's not here. And I'm Truman. This is episode 357, The Road Less Traveled. Because uh, tomorrow it's all the traveling we're doing for the most part. Uh, so you know you know what a road not or a road plenty traveled is? Red Bull's giving up. Losing Yeah. <laughs> Um, I will say that Sporting Kansas City match did remind me a little bit of the beginning of Jesse Marsh's team in that we actually pressed. Mm-hmm. The finishing wasn't there, and neither was the service, which I think is more to do on the uh, the people we have. But again, uh, so yeah, Red Bulls lost their first game two one. <coughs> yep, cough is back. <laughs> Here we got 21. Last year, or <coughs> last week, I was able to cover it up, but I forgot to prepare myself this week, so sorry. All right. First first game of the year, 2-1 loss at home to Sporting Kansas City, as we usually do. Likes and dislikes. Truman, you go first. What did you dislike about this one? Well, I mean, two goals in a matter of minutes, and that was that was the end of the game. It was just I'm I'm not gonna get too mad at, at the the penalty. I mean, it sucks that it happens. It sucked that the hand was so far out, but it's really just not settling down after that and then just giving up a second goal moments later, it felt like. Um and just knowing that this wasn't probably gonna be a team that was gonna come back against Sporting KC, a, a pretty damn good team. Yeah, I, I guess my dislike will just be the fact that continuation of the last few years the service to our forwards sucks i'm hoping that gets better with time but there was not a lot of creativity when it came to the final third and when you go down against a team like sporting kansas city who's good defensively and willing to let you have possession of the ball you need creativity in order to score and we did not have that at all last week so all right, likes. Uh, sorry, Chair, I'm going to go first on this one, the live crowd, because that was yeah. an enjoyable part of the game for me, was hearing an actual crowd in the stadium. Hopefully everybody was safe when they went. Um, I don't think MSG, sh- I don't remember if MSG showed too much of the crowd, but hearing them on TV was, it's weird. 
after a year of this, you would think with all the fake crowd noise, it wouldn't matter, but it was different and it felt good. Well, and the good thing about Red Bull Arena is that um, it echoes really well. It does. So with a smaller crowd, you know, they were loud and with the drums, like it sounded fantastic. So um, great advantage of Red Bull Arena is just the acoustics in that place is fantastic. Uh, but hey, let's talk about Caden Clark, right? Let's talk about that goal, which was spectacular. Uh, I'm going to enjoy him as much as possible this year before he is off to Europe. Because as we know, it's 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 this year. He's gone at some point. Uh, I think it's already been announced he's going to Leipzig pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just going to enjoy him as much as possible because that was an absolutely spectacular goal, picking up from where he was last year. Loved, I mean – I don't know. What more, what more can you say? It was just this past couple of weeks, MLS has just been these awesome goals. And that was, I mean, I think we were talking about it could have been goal of the week, but probably won't be because there's so many other good goals in the first week. Uh, but yeah, that was absolutely spectacular. Uh, so Sounders actually won goal of the week, week one. Of course they did. I don't even know who was nominated. I, I just said it had to at least be nominated because I know the problem is it's all fan voting. And come on, honestly, you think we're going to get enough um, support in something like this? No. Uh, but it looks like we were actually nominated, so I'll take that. Nomination? Yeah. Right. That, that's good. Because in past years, we haven't even been nominated for Goal of the Week, and that was, that was the real travesty. Well, I mean, Ken Clark keeps playing like this. He's going to be getting Goal of the Week <laughs> nominations week in and week out. Although looking at what was actually goal of the week, I'd say, yeah, it makes sense. Right. Dude hit a rocket from like 25 yards out after controlling the ball, and it was a volley on top of that. So yeah. it's hard, hard to say Caden Clarks is better. Right. All right. Uh, before we do afterthoughts, I, I know we skipped it over. Do you want to do, read the tweets, Truman? I was going to them after the afterthoughts, but I'll read them right oh, now. Okay. It's okay. I can read them right now. It's fine. Uh, Tonino M said, why do they keep trying to make Royer a forward? I'd like to see him in the midfield feeding Fabio up top. Could be fun to watch. He needs to be fed like BWP. Uh, at Rusheko said, Tim Parker, where art thou? Not on the Red Bulls. And Steven Santos, at Creepy Taxi, welcome back, buddy. Uh, he just says, it's so Metro, never changes. I mean, I guess it had that kind of a feel to it. All right. Uh, I was going to say, any other thoughts on the game? Yeah, I mean, I have a ton. I, uh, sporting is a good team, and I don't think the Red Bulls played bad against them. I thought they looked very uh, together as a unit. The biggest problem, I, of course, was finishing in the final third of the field and getting the balls on target, balls on net. Um but, I mean, for a young team, a team that's been together for one game, uh, a team for most of the players have never been in MLS before, you know, I thought they looked pretty good. I I, I, I like what I saw. I hate, You hate losing, and especially losing a home game. Um, but I'm not mad at the way they played. I, I'm really not that upset. If they play like that all year, I think that's a playoff team. Probably in the same spot that we all predicted, kind of lower in the, in the playoff spot. I mean, but still... And I liked the little that I saw of Fabio. <laughs> yeah, I 
my my girlfriend looked at me when I when I said Fabio, and she's like, "What the hell?" I'm like, "Well, you just you had to be there." Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say, like I said, kind of before we started getting into the likes and dislikes, this is the most Red Bull esque team I've seen. Since the beginning of the Jesse Marsh era, or let me phrase it, since Jesse Marsh left, um, and I'm I'm not counting the half a year that Armus was in charge when Marsh left <laughs> because he didn't change anything. That wasn't his team. Uh, but since Armus has had the reins, it hasn't looked like this. Like we had periods where it did, but Red Bull looked like they were pressing for. I mean, granted, it did drop off every once in a while, but it was never to the same degree that we did with Armist, where we just kind of sat back. Yeah. Like, like with Armist, we would press for 15 minutes, then drop off. I don't think I saw him stop pressing for easily for at least the first 25, 30 minutes. Uh, individual players may have, but as a team, they were not dropping off. And that, I think, is something that's been missing. Especially with the fact that we haven't gone out and gotten a playmaker, um, someone that could break down a defense. Uh, i.e. Sasha Kleschian when he was with the team and became the MLS leader and assist for two straight years. Um, we don't have someone like that that could break defenses and allow us to get around the team that bunkers. So, absent that, I think this was a good performance. I think it was a winnable game. The handball was unfortunate. I thought it was a little harsh, given timing, but his arm was out I'm there. Sorry. So. Right. Yeah, They're his, not his, it. his arm it's was so, almost at 90 degrees. It's half right. It has to be called. There's yeah. no getting around it. It wasn't close. Yeah. It was just a for, it was unfortunate. That's what you can just unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, he he had his arm up when he was going in their blocks. It's not like he intentionally brought it up. It just hit his hand. It was just unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, the, the second goal, just a lack of attention. Um. It's it's it sucks. I'm hoping it's just you know first game and getting into the groove kind of thing that needs to be accounted for, but we'll see. Yeah, and again, if you look at on the other side, if you look at from sporting side, and we're listening to the Sporting KC podcast with their fans, uh, they're probably saying that this was the result that this team should have gotten, that they should have beaten the team that they're that they're better than, that they were the Western Conference. Yeah, I mean, right, this is this is the, the result they would expect as fans. It just unfortunately yeah. happened to us, that's all. Yeah, so I mean, overall, I think it's a good performance. We just some good takeaways. Hopefully they can build on it uh, for the next game. Yep. Uh, before we talk about that, actually, and I'm hoping this will play correctly. Ah, shit, of course I decided to do something stupid to my phone right before I do this. Uh, I have to announce, because I just noticed it, we have a new five dollar patron. That's right. Uh William Martin upped his pledge from one buck a month to five. He is now officially a producer of the Red Bull Rant. William Martin, you crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry if the audio sucks. My I have not had a chance to fix the soundboard, so you're getting this off the cell phone. But I had to do it. I had to fulfill our promise to that. <clears throat> All right. So uh, predictions. None of us got this right. 
we all thought something bad was going to that we were going to at least going to draw out of this. Yeah. So nobody has anything. So with that, we're going to talk now about the Red Bulls' next game, which is coincidentally tomorrow because we waited until the last possible fucking minute to do this episode. That's right. Um, the Red Bulls are traveling to take on the LA Galaxy. Uh, I didn't have any chance to check. I think they won last week. I don't remember. They did. But, okay. Uh, I do know Sebastian Lejet got suspended for two games for a uh, homophobic social media post, so that should help us a little bit when their attackers is out. The Red Bulls will be facing, however, Sasha Kleschian. Remember him? Yep. Uh, so since Pat, since he's not here, he gave us his prediction. He said 2-1 loss. Truman, as the returning champion, you go first. What did you, or what do you think is going to happen against the LA Galaxy? I'll say nothing good. Um, but I, I'm predicting a loss. Uh, I don't see them again getting blown out. But again, I think right now the Galaxy are probably a better team than the Red Bulls. It's just a fact. This is the fact that it's going to take this team probably a month to get their shit together and, and be a more cohesive unit. Um, Pat said 2-1. Uh, oh, God. Um, I'll say 2-0, I guess. 2-0. You just got to be again. a little different. Yeah. I, I, again, I don't think they're going to get blown out. I think they'll play well. I, I think they'll be good enough to hang in the game for the most part. Um, but again, I think it's going to take a while for them to get some points. Now that we kind of saw them again, it's a good team. It's going to be another pretty good team. Um, but I don't think they're going to embarrass us. Let's put it that way. I think the tagline for the first ha- the first month of the year is just don't embarrass us. Right. <laughs> hang in there. Just hang in. I mean, the first month of the it's, this is not like any other league, right? You don't have to be there for the first month of the year. No, clearly you don't. Just got to be there at the end. Right. And, and not even at the top at the end. So, um, yeah, I don't think we're going to do that well either. Um, but, again, as long as they play with some level of cohesion that we saw um, the, against Sporting Kansas City, I think we'll generally be okay going forward. I am going to... I'm going to say, I guess, a 2-1 loss as well. I don't think we have the ability to score more than one goal at the moment. Um, so at least that's how I view it, is that we're going to get just enough to not get blanked, but we're not mm-hmm. going to have enough to win. So hang in there. Let's, let's, let's wait a couple months before we drop off the bridge for this yeah. team. All right. Uh, any other thoughts about the LA game? Uh, no. <clears throat> okay. Um, so moving on. New York Red Bulls two. No, no, they haven't played, but their uh, home opener, uh, a season opener. I'm sorry. Is this week, April 30th versus Hartford Athletic. Uh, good news. For the other team, the other professional team in New Jersey, uh, Gotham FC won their second game of the year against one of the best teams in NWSL, the North Carolina Courage, 4-3. Mm-hmm. And, and what I think is a, cre- 
a crazy back and forth game. I haven't didn't watch it. I actually might because I think my girlfriend <laughs> bought uh, Paramount Plus, so I think I can go watch it. But yeah, from what I saw, it was a crazy uh, back and forth game, and to take down one of the best teams in the league last year sign shows signs of growth for this team that two years ago was so bad that they, I think on the very last week of the year, they finally got a win. And there was legitimate talk about the team <coughs> not being around because remember they were playing at Rutgers. They didn't have like, they didn't have facilities to use after the game. They didn't have actual training. It seems like this, franchise has been turned around in the last two years yep and it was very cool to see them play uh they were at montclair um and they got to play in front of fans yeah which is always good to see yeah and uh so by the way you and i talked about this before the show today uh cloud nine the official supporters club for uh gotham fc said who's gonna be the first to start a gotham fc podcast Red Coach Jay gives a shout-out, so thank you for that. Uh, I I really hope somebody jumps on that. They're, they're a team that deserves coverage. Yep. And it's clearly we do not have the time for two because we barely have enough time for one. Yeah. I tried years ago with the title Sky Blue Buzz because I was apparently following a the theme back then. Mm-hmm. But I think I got all of three episodes in before I had to stop. And I had nobody to take over for me as a host because I had no knowledge about Sky Blue at that point either. So hopefully somebody starts a podcast for them because they deserve it. <clears throat> All right. Now on to the dumping ground. Beep, beep, uh, beep on the trash man. Yep. Uh, the big news this week in the world of soccer, the European Super League. That apparently already is done. <laughs> All right. <baby. laughs> it's weird. Their fans didn't take it so well. No, they didn't. They were they were not cool with this at all. Very very odd that they uh, had such a strong hatred <laughs> of the private party that was the Super League. Um, it's, almost, it's almost like taking a game and trying to make a truly American version of a league out of it is not a good idea. Yeah. Now again, I'll say it again. I I didn't really care either way if they played in a league. It was just a way to make more money. I, that's just my feeling. Um, but fans were pissed, and I think one of the big fans, players, and coaches, they all hated it. Let's just let's just say that former players, current players, Jurgen Klopp hated it. Almost every player in Liverpool hated it. Um, but I think the biggest reason they all hated it was because that thought of they like Europa and they like Champions League because you have to qualify for it. It's not, it's not a tournament they're automatically invited to. And I think that's the whole thing is that they, no one wanted to be involved in a tournament that you just got in because of who you were. Um, that being said, Liverpool fans, listen, can we just relax? Can we not go around with the signs to sell the team? Because last I checked, um, as kooky as the ownership is, they brought you the first Premier League title ever and first league title in decades, and they brought you a Champions League title. So let's not get too crazy over them. Yes, I know this year has been trash 
Um, maybe next year with with fans coming back, it'll be better. But let's just got let's not go crazy over that sell the team thing. My thoughts thoughts are um, if you have a mechanism in place where it's all based on merit, then that's what it should be. Right. Um, And I'm actually, I'm not even happy with the fact that UEFA kind of used the Super League as a method to pass a change to the Champions League where there's now two teams that are allowed in based on historical performance, even if they didn't qualify. So... In the end, they got what they wanted anyway, right? Because those two extra spots in Champions League really benefit the English clubs more than anybody else. Of course. <clears throat> so it'll be it'll be serious. I'll, I'll be curious to see if there's any actual repercussions or penalties or fines for these teams. I don't see that happening. Um, these leagues, yeah. I don't think, have the guts to penalize the top clubs in the world uh, and FIFA. Give me a Clearly. break. You don't have a leg to stand on to, to find anybody for pretty much anything at this point. I mean, UEFA doesn't either. No. Neither no. of them have anything. No. The only possible thing I could see is that they enraged politicians, and the politicians are going to step in. Because there's already, I think, on Monday, when or so this was announced on Sunday. On Monday, I think... I want to say the British minister for like culture or something like that said, we need to investigate 50 plus one ownership methodology in England. Mm-hmm. He, he was not happy about this super league. I think it happened. And, and basically went, all right, let's follow Germany and having the fans own 51% of the, of the teams from now on. So with that and Boris Johnson and stuff, I think there might be a possibility. I don't think it's actually going to happen. Because that's a lot of political capital to waste. But, mm. I, but there is a possibility that changes to how English teams are owned is going to be coming. Hey, politicians, stick to politics. Oh, I don't listen to you to hear your sports opinions. Oh. Anyway, moving on. I had to throw that in there. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that... It's it for the Super League. Sorry. It's how bad my cough is. It comes in right as I'm talking. Yeah. All right. So that's it for the Super League. Uh, anything else for dumping ground? Uh, no. I don't know. I saw in the news uh, that the Revs, I think their first home match was tonight. And they, um, in the parking lots I saw, they have blue dots in every other parking space telling you where you can and can't park. So they have socially distanced the parking spaces uh, at Gillette. So that's that's something. It's pretty interesting. I mean, more I mean, room for tailgating, have... honestly. It's just more room for tailgating. So you don't have to park next to me, and I can set up my grill and chairs right there. It's kind of nice. I was going to say, that's probably the why, because Gillette is just in the middle of nowhere. So if people are going to tailgate, you got to make sure they're safe. That's probably the reason for doing it. Mm-hmm. But what's, I mean, it's going to be smallly attended because of just, you know. they got to be limited capacity. Right, limited capacity. Um, they should be like two spaces, plenty of room to tailgate then. Yeah. Right, I don't know. Good for the Reds fans, I guess. They get fans in their stadium too, so that'll be nice for them. And I hope oh. they lose. I should have mentioned this during the uh, Sporting Kansas City stuff. I thought it was funny how, so this is, I think, officially the second match or third match that, 
the supporters have had in Rebel Arena with the safe standing sections, right? Because I think we got one match in last year before COVID hit. And then we got the, the quote, pre, preseason match. So this is the third match that we have it. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was funny seeing a guy sit on the railing of the safe standing section waving a flag. The whole point of the railing is so you don't fall over, and he puts himself in a position to fall over. But the team gave the team gave the supporters groups collectively what they were asking for, a safer section to be in. And you go and prove that no matter how safe they try to make it, somebody's gonna be stupid enough to do something that could make it worse. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> i.e. human idiocracy knows no bounds. <laughs> Would you expect any less? No. All right, so passing it here, which means we're skipping the betting corner. So, Truman, that means it's time for your terrible team of the week. Uh, that's terrible. There you go. That's my Charles Barkley impression. Uh, opening night. Let's throw it right out there. Uh, Minnesota United, hoping to be a playoff contender, got shellacked by Seattle for nothing. Now, mind that that's in Seattle in their home opener and a tough place to play. Um, but they gave up four goals in the second half, I believe it was. So that's that's no bueno for them. No. Um, yeah, Minnesota, get your shit together. I kind of like you as my Western Conference team if I had to pick one. Um, just because I like this stadium and they sing Wonderwall after games. That's cool. Um, I mean, we were talking about pre-COVID. We were going to talk about doing a road trip there. For, 100%. But, hopefully maybe next year. Maybe. As long as they play uh, in July or August. I'm not going to Minnesota in April. No. And it's not. Well, maybe not August next year. Kind of something on, on the calendar already for August next year. Oh, yeah. No. Well, I don't. I don't. I'm not paying attention. It's in a terrible place. Uh, I refuse to support it. Sorry, not going to watch games. Stadiums were built by, um, you know, basic slavery. No, that's not what I was talking about. Are you not talking World Cup? No. I'm talking about an event in New Jersey you and I have next year. Event next? Oh, wait, what? Just just at the event, just like the one we're going to have in May. Oh, that's in August? <laughs> I think it was, yeah. Is it taking up the whole month? <laughs> I don't think he's that adventurous about it, but it's I, mean, I can't take August. a I can't take a month off of work for that. <laughs> it's hard to get a weekend off. The best part is nobody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, they know. They all know. Talking about this, alright? Alright, people, you can't see it. Talk about that, buddy. Right there. <laughs> Boom. You're next, pal. I am next. All right, so, um, by the way, I got a proposal for next week for Terrible Team of the Week. I got to come off with this early. So today, because we're recording on Saturday, this is, uh, I can put this out there. New York City FC versus FC Cincinnati, right? <clears throat> Since he's the, the, the worst team in the league last year. How, how much worse can it get? Well, how about giving up? Tradition. <laughs> how about giving up five? Free kick goals in one game. I refuse to acknowledge anything NYC FC does in a positive fashion unless it's against DC United. Well, Sorry. 
I I know, <coughs> I know, but it was <coughs> Matt Doyle even asked. Matt Doyle even asked, "Is it the first time ever and it happened in MLS history?" Yeah, I'd be curious. If it's the first time ever in soccer history because I can't imagine that ever happening before. Really, it's got to be pretty rare. Hell, it's rare for like two free kick goals. At least in like top flight, you know. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm like sure some. I'm sure there was like a high school team that scored like 20 against another team where all their players were like four feet tall. I was gonna say it's probably some beer league team that has some like, <clears throat> I don't know, Manchester United Academy product that just never made it. So he's <clears throat> pretending he's David Beckham on the field every week. Yeah. Yeah. Then, All right. Anything else before we wrap up this episode? All I got. All I got. All right. So you can visit us at patreon.com slash rent. One buck a month is all you need for exclusive content, such as our monthly wrap-up, live post-games, anything else, anything else we decide to do. Email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. Call us, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant. On Twitter, at Red Bull Rant for the show. At Dr. Stooge for myself. At pmecd 82 which I think, I don't remember correctly, I think he actually got rid of that. Well, because uh, when I tried tagging him last week in the tweet, it didn't come up with the past Twitter handle. Oops. <clears throat> yep. At the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. What about Podbean? I don't think we're on Podbean because I think it's a hosting service. No. Screw you, Podbean. You burn in hell. Unless they repost it. Let's see. Uh, probably not. All right. Any last words? Um... Uh, we're on Podbean. Oh, we are. Okay. Yeah, it's like boom, Podbean. Good to know because I didn't, I didn't ever upload us there. Yep. All right. Anyway, aside from that, um, I won't be working when the game's on, so that'll be nice. It'll be in the afternoon, so I actually get to watch it. That'll be nice. The result probably won't be nice, but I would love for the Red Bulls to completely surprise us in what is still, I don't even care. I'm still calling it the 1% Derby. It's still fun to call it, even though it's so far away from the good old days. Anyway, shock us all and win. All right. For Truman and myself, this has been episode number 357 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Mortal Kombat.